Ladies and gentlemen, all rise. Court is in session. A very special session. I am Drew Celestino. Welcome to the Devil's Due. With me, not quite as always, but not as often as he should be. Could be. Was in the past. But is today. Is Mr. J. Gelsomino. Would you say I'm the Kota Ibushi to your Kenny Omega? Tonight, yes. That is <laughs> apropos, sir. We are back together the after gold. after many, many moons apart. The, 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 uh, the, the OCP lovers are back. It's, it's kind of like that. So let us uh, set the stage really, really quick here, folks. This is a very special episode of The Devil's View, and uh, we're not going to really talk much about Marvel or DC or, um, or, or any of that. Uh, as Jay fumbles with his napkin very audibly. Sorry. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a while. It's been a while. No, folks, um, Jay and I are in Huntington Beach, California. Um, Home of Tito Ortiz and Samoa Joe. boy. Um, we have just gotten back from the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Style Evolved special event in the USA. And we're a little buzzed up on excitement right now because... Oh boy, we're going to talk about this show. I'm buzzed up on 16 ounces of Red Bull and animal fries from In-N-Out Burger. Let me set the stage. Yeah, speaking of which, let's set the stage, shall let's we? Set the literal table that we're sitting at right now. We are in a hallway in the hotel because uh, uh, the wife is asleep and we don't want to wake her. Um, we have some delicious In-N-Out Burger in front of us. Jay is pounding a Red Bull. I have, what else would you expect, Jay? But I have an El Segundo Brewing Company, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Uh, right here with my In-N-Out Burger, and it's fantastic. Well, kid, what do you think? <sighs> I'd find beer you got there, son. What? <laughs> so, what? <laughs> if uh, you are not into pro wrestling, kids, this episode may not be for you, but if you do... And I just started catching up on a lot of my comic books, too, so... Great. Uh, There's no point. Never mind. Things happened. Okay, <laughs> let's make it show topical. Jay, what do you think about the comics that you've gotten into recently? I don't know. Uh, it's a lot of I'm catching up on X titles actually. Okay. Um, Astonishing X Men, which um, we have stated in the past. I've mentioned it that it's one of the better X titles they have, even though we have some weird version of Xavier back. Have you been reading it? I think, no. it's, I think Colin Bunn's doing it. Um, I don't know what's going so, on. So so they went to the um, not the astral plane. What's uh, is the the astral plane with um? No, it's the, the demon plane. Was with one of the demon guys. Shoot, what's his name? Anyway, they all went, like, Psylocke. It's like a team of Psylocke, uh, Phantom X, Archangel, Old Man Logan. Long story short, they're there with something king. You're, it, he looks kind of like king? Demon King. Okay. There we go. And not Finn Balor, which is topical for a show. Oh, about look at that. But the Demon King, so they kind of beat him. But they bring, like, Xavier's mind, I, I mean, you never know with comic books, obviously, this might be a ruse. It's all a clever ruse. Okay. In theory, it's Charles is back. He used Phantom X's body. I heard something about. So basically, they did, they did the plot of X3. Kind of, yeah. Like, he just showed. Boy, that's where I go when I need a plot. <laughs> I go to X-Men 3. Well, there you go. There's our comic book portion of the show, folks. So from here on out. And X-Men Red's actually pretty good. Oh, okay. Um... Gene's back. Like, it's, it's o, o Gene. O-G? O-G Gene. Okay. Um, it's actually pretty good so far. You know, it seems like it's going back to its ties of, you know, Mark, 
mutants are like the minority and they're trying to get that's kind of the core of the book, Jay. But that's what that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what they're supposed to have been, and it just you know hasn't been this, for a while. And now they are okay. They're trying to they uh, she in theory because it's comic books go you never know what's what. In theory, blew up the head of like the UK ambassador. Right. Yeah. Okay. Enough about comic books. <laughs> I'm done. Um, no, I tried. Folks, I tried, guys. I tried. As uh, Carl is often uh, fond of saying on this show, we indulge in our passions on this show, and we are indulging in our passions right now because uh, we are into pro wrestling, and we are not just into any pro wrestling. We are specifically into New Japan pro wrestling because New Japan pro wrestling is the most... Uh, That's right, Jay, Carl. I've had to sit through X-Wing talk. Now you got to sit through the <laughs> wrestling talk. <laughs> Jay, what would you say? New Japan, how would you describe New Japan Pro Wrestling to the, to the, to the listeners who, do, who may not be familiar? It's What makes it different than, say, WWE? Care. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's just something to it. It's like if you're... It's, it's, you know what it is? Here, we'll, we'll go back comic-wise. It's image. It's it's the other it's it's not the big two where it's recycled. Nobody seems to care for the most part, and it's the same blah 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 for the last whatever. It's something different. It's got it's more layered. It's more interesting. It doesn't feel like it's a cookie cutter McDonald's Walmart type of wrestling. It's. Would you also say that it's not? Uh... McDonald's comparison is probably a fair one. So it's not fast food wrestling. It's in an this, burger. <laughs> this, this, uh, would you say it's more like a, a, a four-course meal? Yeah, there's a little bit. Of, I mean, WWE, for all what they say, is like, oh, we got a little bit of everything. Well, your little bit of everything Pleases isn't, no one. isn't the, it's not a little bit of everything. It's the same. Okay, Roman Reigns is doing the basic five things of whatever. That somebody else is doing. So even as much as I love like guys like Cesaro, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, nothing matters. There's no... There's no consequence. There's no, no payoff. Whereas in New Japan, everything is about... Let's put it this way. Everything is about the matches. The matches matter. Not just in terms of like, you know, the wins and the losses matter, but the, the unfolding of the match matters. The pace matters. And they don't just, you know, hey, you got three minutes, kid, go out and wow the crowd. No, no, no. They put in the work. It's more athletic, it's more creative, it's a lot more physical, and a lot more fun, sorry, than WWE. Every move matters. If you do something first five minutes of a match, they're going to go back to it 15 minutes later. Yeah. It's a good, it's, it's a story. It's a, sto- it's a story. They tell stories in the I, ring. I went for, like, just in a, a broad example, Kazuchika Okada mm-hmm. does a Rainmaker. It's a clothesline. As, silly, as simple as that sounds to anybody who's watched wrestling in the past 400 years, it's a clothesline. Mm-hmm. But they've built it to a point where it's the clothesline. Right. If so, you but, get hit, you're but, done. That's it. But for, they've done this in Naito matches. Naito or any of them will work on his arm for 20 minutes. You know what happens when he hits the first Rainmaker? Kick out. Why? Because his arm hurts. He's not doing as much damage. And he sells it. There's the he story. sells that his arm hurts. There's the story. Right. The match tells the story. Case in point tonight. The Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega. We're skipping ahead a little bit, but like, 
Matt Jackson sold his back the whole match, and he's been, do- but he's been doing it for, and that's he's been doing it for weeks. Yeah, he's been doing it for weeks, and they're building up. It's not like, oh, hey, you know, Seth Rollins, you know, last night he, they used, to, and this is WWE used to do, used to do this. Guys would have a big match the night before, they have a pay per view, blowout, whatever. The next day, their ribs are taped on Raw. Right. They have a they have a match anyway on Raw. They're being worked over on the ribs. They're, holy God, they're selling the ribs. Right. Now it's like, oh, you know, Seth Rollins. I keep going to Seth Rollins. <laughs> Miz, any of them, Nakamura, AJ. They, they've destroyed. I'm not going to get on that tangent. Maybe I will. Who knows? <laughs> but there's no consequence even from the night before. There's nothing. So this long meandering discussion that we just had, basically to describe the difference, the difference is things matter in New Japan. And the quality of the matches and the quality of the work is better. There's far less bad acting, far less uh, skits and promos for the sake of promos. Uh, it, the, it's treated like a sport. It's treated like a sport. The I presentation won. Ha You know, I'm going to gloat and I'm going to have a press conference right after the match. Yes. That, I won. I love that about that. I love their whole approach. The press conference thing at the after matches, when guys win and new challengers come out to challenge the winner, like it all makes a perfect sense and it's presented in a sporting fashion. There's no fluff. There's no extracurricular nonsense. Now, having said that, we are insane because we flew across the country to go to this show because this is the second ever show that they've done in the United States. Third, technically. What was the first? Strong, uh, it was uh, the G1 Special Special Night 1 and G1 Special Night 2. Oh, well. Semantics. Semantics. So, when uh, word got out that this was happening, as you, if anyone that (laughs) listens to this show might know, uh, I sent Jay a text jokingly saying, we should really go to Long Beach. And I never expected him to write back, okay, let's go. No, because I didn't expect the reply I got back from my wife, which was, "Sorry, we're eating. I'm eating animal style fries right now." In an Alberta man, didn't even know this was a thing. So, so I, I, my, my, my wife works at Blue Cross now, same as I do. So I message her, "Haha, you know, tickets for the show in uh, Long Beach go on sale today for New Japan. Maybe in a couple of years, Drew and I might be able to get out there. What do you, you know, whatever." Response back. Why not this year? I looked at my I looked at my computer like when a dog hears somebody fart and it tilts its head. <laughs> um, and I just typed back, I'm sorry, what? It's like, why don't you go this year? She's like, literally, she's like, you don't really do much for yourself. So why don't you do something for yourself? Like, uh, oh, okay. Drew. <laughs> I text Drew. How serious are you about going? Which I'm sure got Drew to also give the look to his phone, like, what? It was more of a, a, a jaw agape. <laughs> I think I, I might have, like, you know, had the, had the that, that, that kind of look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, four browsers open, uh, all of them spinning, trying to get into queue for, like, a good nine to ten minutes. I think there was even a point when I said, oh, it's not looking good. And then one of the browsers clicked. It got through. And uh, two seats on the floor. And I immediately purchased them. I pounced on them very quickly. And Drew bought the tickets and then said, oh, I got them. And then I'm like, awesome. And then I'm thinking, like, what did I just do? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, <laughs> a cross-country flight later and a hotel and a rental car and yada yada. And oh, here no. we are. No, no, no. Let's not sugarcoat this. You've been here since Thursday. I've, I have been here uh, for a few days, yeah. And you're staying. I mean, well, you're not staying, but you're just flying out to Seattle. I'm, I'm making a whole trip of this, yeah. You, on the other hand. My flight left Buffalo at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I got here at 9, 9.20 last West night. Coast last night. Mm-hmm. My flight tomorrow is at 11.30 home. Mm-hmm. A.M. A.M. 30-minute layover in Chicago. Back home tomorrow, 9.41 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, you, you, you came out. There's nothing. There's no. This was stupid. In theory. However, we went to the show. We went to the show, dude. And what a show. Now, here's the other, here's the other insane, insane part of this that, that is, is kind of bonkers. We bought the tickets card unknown at the time. We had no idea what the card was going to be. We didn't know what matches there were going to be. Us and 57,998 people. Oh, sorry. Or no, I'm sorry. 5,798 5, people. Yeah, they're not that big here yet. Yes. Yet. <laughs> so, yeah, we all this, this, this show was sold out, folks. They sold out a 5,700-seater in nine minutes. Like, it, it was insane to the point where everyone, in hindsight, was complaining about the company saying that they made a huge mistake and they should have booked a bigger venue because they left money on the table. Well, I think they know exactly what they're doing and if that rabid crowd tonight was any indication, um, 5,700 showed up for this. I have a feeling that uh, the Bucks and Cody and Kenny Omega and have all the talent they're assembling for All In in Chicago in September, um, spoilers, they're going to sell out 10,000. It's going to happen. And it's going to happen easily, and it's going to happen quickly. And Prediction. They, they, haven't even, they haven't even brought up any Ring of Honor, um, or New Japan guys. Well, Kenny. It's Kenny. I mean, the Kenny in the box. Right, Cody. right, right, right. But, you know, no Okada, no Tanahashi. No. And to be fair, All In is not an NJPW show. I'm just simply saying. It's nobody's show. It's them. It's, it's the just Bucks them. and Cody and just saying. Putting on an independent show. I'm, I only bring it up because people. WWE fans, let's put it, I'll, I'll be blunt about it. WWE fans love to poo-poo independent wrestling and outside companies, other entities. So there's a lot of negativity around this all-in show saying that it can't be done, that it won't it won't work out, or that, you know, NJPW will not succeed in, you know, with their expansion into the United States. Uh, Jay, from where I'm sitting, it's looking like it's going just fine. It's not going to be a touring entity to the size of WWE in, in America, but they never will be. No, and that's so doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. Like the shows are special. They bring in talent. Their talent matters. Their talent draws. They let their talent get over, which WWE does not like their 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 talent to do. It, these these shows are special. They feel special and. They just and they don't feel like glorified. You know, the big thing is does, tonight had the opportunity to feel like a glorified house show. So, to folks who don't know, a house show is a non non uh, a non televised show. It's like with WWE, they do Monday Night Raw. They do SmackDown. ironically enough in Buffalo tonight. Yeah, <laughs> that can't be understated. By the way, we flew out to California for an NJPW show. <laughs> the, and on the same night as this show. 
WWE was in Buffalo. Roman Roman Reigns and John Cena drove us to California. Yeah. Wow. So roll tight on that. Um, anyway, uh, what was I saying? Okay, so a house show. A house show is a non-televised show. So like Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views in WWE. Those are you know the shows that you know. And they are, I'm going to air, air quotes for our comic fans here, they're the canon. If it happens on TV, it happens in storyline, right? House shows, well, when they're not doing televised shows, those guys are all still on tour across the country and rolling down the highways and byways, as old Sex Ferguson would say. <laughs> uh, and they're going to towns and uh, putting on shows. For, for Finding ladies. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. PG shows. Truck, trucks, truck stop pills. <laughs> Let's, let's leave it at I that. I kept the PG. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> uh, so, NJPW, they don't really... It's it, They don't run the same kind of business model that WWE does. They do and they don't. They, they do have they house don't. shows. They do have house shows. They have many house shows, actually. But they, they tour different, though. New Japan. So, say there is... Um, Say they didn't do as let's just hypothetically say that Strong Style Evolve was not happening. That's tonight's show, right? Tonight's show. They would have probably done some road to because next week is Sakura Genesis, which, which is, is which a, is a fairly big show. It's a huge show. Yeah. Sakura Genesis is like in the vein of like Survivor Series summer. Like to use that one, example. It's one of the big It's a bigger show. Okay. So if they weren't coming here and doing their Australian tour, they would have been doing called they call them Road Two. All Road 2 is, is house shows. There's a bunch of tag matches. Gets everybody on the card. Gets, gets guys paid. And they do a loop. They'll do four-week tour. Then they're off for three weeks. Which, by the way, is it's a the good right thing. Way. It's the right way to do it because the right way to do it, too, is that they use tag matches. Even on bigger shows, there's tag matches, but the tag matches have implications. Like somebody... Hey, are the... Intercontinental Champion Minoru Suzuki is in a tag match. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger show, but they're in a tag match. So he has to work a little less. He works a little less, but somebody beats him, right? That builds your next show. Sure, wins again. Wins matter, right? The guy who pinned him in the tag match will be his next opponent more than likely at the next show in a singles match. Yeah, so they do. It's essentially the same. They have house shows. They have their second tier pay per views. Tonight felt like a second-tier pay-per-view. You know, and not in a well, bad way. You say second-tier, but yeah, I should, we should point out, not in a bad way. I don't way. mean in a bad way, but I'm saying, like, back in WWE's heyday, you can afford... Sorry, I bumped the table. That's it's okay. It's I exciting. got Red Bull and Animal Fries. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about something I love. Um, it's like, back in, back in, like, 97, 98, you didn't want to miss a pay-per-view. No. No. But, you, but there was still a hierarchy. There was still Rumble... Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Yes. As much as they tried to kill Survivor Series off at one point. Right. Those are still the big four. But you still wanted to see these second-tier shows. They weren't bad shows. They weren't... We They weren't bust-ass bust main events that you needed to... You needed to see them, but you could... You didn't need... I shouldn't say you didn't need to watch them, but it wasn't as important. The build wasn't as much. So that's what we got... Tonight, but to be fair, a lot, a lot happened. A lot tonight. happens. I, I always go to like the Mick Foley, Do Love, Austin feud that they had for like a few months. Yeah, you had like at No Way Out over the whatever the pay per views were that they were fighting. 
they mattered. They built and they built and they built. Eventually, it led to that was his lower feud Austin's, and then he moved to Taker or Michael or somebody at that like sure. a higher level for the bigger show. Sure, but stuff still happened. Yeah, and stuff matters. Things progressed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a throwaway. Like tonight, you had Okada and one of the matches is Okada and. My 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 love Tomohiro Ishii. Yes, my my, my favorite one. my favorite refrigerator, <laughs> my the, favorite the, wrestling refrigerator. The underappreciated Tomohiro God, Ishii. God bless him. He's over in America, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Against Minoru Suzuki, who I I, I have emailed the show before, questioning what ways Minoru Suzuki will try to kill me in my lifetime. We 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 are unabashed Suzuki marks. And uh, Zack Sabre Jr., who's the new kind of it boy. Oh, man, oh, man. Zack Sabre Jr. But they have a match. Okada and Sabre have a match next week. So they had a tag match tonight, and it got Sabre more over and made him look like a credible threat to Okada for next week. Yeah. Odds are he's not going to win this match. No, but he looks gold right now. They just, the way they just built him in the last month, beat four huge guys in a tournament. Now, 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 Now there's another guy who... You can plug and play in the main event for the next five years. Yeah. Because he's, he looks legit. Yep. Yep. You, don't, you can't do that in WWE. No. Because nobody looks strong. No. Except for no. Roman. No one's allowed to get over in WWE. Whereas in New Japan, it's always about next man up and everyone gets an opportunity. Some guys. Once, once you're kind of a top guy, they will slot you in regularly. And everyone kind of knows that you're good and you're going to put on a show and it's going to be you're going to deliver like and, and, but they give you a chance to sink or swim yes yes like, they do examples Michael Elgin sure he's got some other things that have kind of stymied his progress there we're not going to get into that though but he is they gave him a run they gave him the intercontinental belt and he just he's, it's just they, he didn't connect he's put on good matches very good matches some of them were great but there's something missing, so he just did move him down the card. Mm-hmm. We'll find something else for you to do, Big Mike. Mm-hmm. Like discount your, uh, like discount your shirts tonight. Try yeah. to hawk them on us. Yeah, well, we don't want to talk. I don't want to dwell too much on Elgin. Um, so let's uh, let's get a quick primer, and then we'll get into match by match what we thought of this show because this show was pretty pretty fun. Now, so to preface that though, yes, part of our enjoyment. It was where we were sitting. Yes. We now, got great seats for this show. Now, when Drew ordered the seats, we were, we were fifth row. And generally at a wrestling event, if you're not the first two rows... Flo- on the floor. On the, on the floor. floor, on the floor. Sit, go in the back. Yeah. Get up high. Get up high and see what you can see. Yeah, because generally, especially for me being a short person, dude, if you're not in the first row... If you're not ringside, it's very hard to see... Past people's heads, what is going on? And it's and it's an action thing too. It's being that intimate to the show. From about 2005 to about 2009, I found Ring of Honor wrestling. Mm-hmm. No, who's who came from Ring of Honor? CM Punk. Yep. Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. Cesaro, Chris Hero, who's Cassis Ono and Ring of and uh, NXT now. Yes. Kenta. Uh, Hideo Tyler, Tyler Black, no, uh, Tyler Black was Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins yes. was God there at one point. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, El Generico, which is uh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Yeah. 
Nigel McGuinness, who everybody knows now is the commentator in NXT. Yep. Nigel McGuinness is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. To, he, the only reason he's not where he where he should be, he had hepa, he got hepatitis. Yep. And it killed him. I mean, not, not literally. literally. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Nigel is calling matches on NXT with Mauro Ronaldo. Um, Samoa Joe. You know, like, basically, who's who... Basically, through. the guy, the main players in the in WWE right now, all came through ROH. The only guys like Roman, Finn Balor, but he was he did Japan. Right. Most of your main guys came through Ring of Honor. Yeah. That was and it was I watched, That's when I watched it was that heyday. But you also went. You traveled to a lot of shows in that Columbus, time. Detroit, yeah. Pittsburgh, yeah, Toronto. Yeah. I have seen more of Lower Ontario. Then anybody should have to see. <laughs> because the easiest way to get to Detroit is to cut under cut, is to cut, cut across Canada. Ontario. Surprisingly enough, I never went to like any of the big shows. I never went to Chicago. Yeah. Why I've never been to Chicago is beyond me, even though I'm gonna be there for forty five minutes tomorrow in the airport. Um but, but your point is I, you got very familiar with like seating in these events. Well, what happened is I'll, the Pepsi Center was the first time Steve and I went to a show. You could see us on this first show because we're the two idiots in the brand new J.P. Lossman jerseys that they just revealed because we went to the jersey reveal. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Get, go on. I know I'm a, Saints, I'm a Saints fan, but there was, the, there was that brief flirting that I had as a secondary Bills fan, which, thank God, I got over that. Um, so we went to the first show, and this is... Um, you had Samoa Joe versus Jamie Noble, James Gibson, who everybody... If you watch Jamie Noble back in WWE, ha ha ha, it's Jamie Noble, the redneck guy. Jamie Noble can go. James Gibson was champ at one time. He was great. So what happened is we went, oh my God, this is the greatest thing since we used to see ECW. Ah, ECW. So the next show, we went at intermission. This is how smitten we were with this. We went at intermission. They were selling seats for the next show, ringside. From for four years between there, Cleveland, Detroit, Columbus, I sat everywhere. Twice was I not front row. It was it, it became snobbery. Like uh, we would yeah, yeah. we would literally walk in the 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 people in the company knew who we were <laughs> because they'd see I was Quebec Nordique jersey guy. I would always wear my my Joe Sackick white Nordique jersey because I had a gimmick. I could see myself you, on this show. You, I was a little more. You were Brock was, guy before Brock I, guy. I was marking out for myself. I couldn't help it. Yeah. You're over that now, though. I'm over that now. Okay, good. Although, to be fair, uh, if you do watch this Strong Style Evolve show, oh, spoiler, we are little kids. Uh, you will see Jay and I a lot on this broadcast that was on AXS TV. We are big in Japan right we, now. We are big in Japan right now. Um, yeah, and we're both smiling like idiots. Uh, we'll, but, I'll, we'll, but, we'll, we'll forward these pictures onto the Devil's New Facebook page. You'll see all this stuff. Like screen grabs from television, but anyway. But to clarify, so I know the importance of being close and how much more it adds to the show. Absolutely. Now I'm. We're thinking we're fifth row. We're probably in the middle. This will be all right. It'll be cool. We'll probably have to see through some people. Nope. No. Nope. What happened is the way that we're our seats were set up. It kind of went back. Oddly enough, because we're in a pyramid, kind of like a pyramid. Yeah. Because this building was a literal pyramid. It was a pyramid. It's kind of weird. The Walter Pyramid in Long Beach, California. Um, so there's two entranceways. 
That was new. Which they don't do. That was different. Mm-hmm. So we kind of put this together. We're pretty close to the ring, too. Yeah. We're five rows, but it's a it's a short five rows. Mm-hmm. And then we learn guys are coming out literally four feet from us. Yeah. We were we were two seats from the rail. So we and, just, and the guys next to you, they didn't really care because we all just kind of walked over to the rail and, and the guys were coming out. They were standing up with us. They were cool. Yeah, those guys were fun. We were slapping up guys coming and going. Everybody. Talent. We shook hands with Red Shoes. Oh, if you don't know Red Senior Shoes. Senior official Red Shoes. They announced him as Red Shoes. He's just a referee. Where's Red Shoes? Best referee in the business. Yes, he is. Uh, Touched my hand. Kota Bushi shook my hand. Kota Bushi shook Kenny my hand. Kenny Omega shook my hand. Kenny Omega <laughs> shook my hand. Because they would have certain guys that come out one way, other guys the other way. So there was half the roster was the opposite side of us, but... Half the roster was intimate with us. Oh my god! We so yes. So you, you, you will watch this broadcast and you will see us marking out like 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 little kids. In any case, we had great seats. I, I, normally, I would dread five rows on the floor back. I could see very well, and more importantly, we were also uh, across from the jumbotron side, so we could if if I if I couldn't see what was going on, I looked up at the screen. Ten second delay. It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. It was like a, it was a, about a half a second. Yeah. It was pretty tight. Um, so, quick New Japan primer, Jay, before we get into the card. Uh, who are the big players in New Japan? Well, the biggest player at the moment is your 500 combined Longest day. reigning combined day. Almost. IWGP champion. Kazuchika Okada. Okada. Or are we going to do proper... Okada Kazuchika. Yes. Okay. O- Okada. He's the champ. He's great. And he is, uh, he, he's been, he's, he's great. That's, that, that's, that's it. He has, he now has, I'm pretty sure has the, the record for the longest total combined time as IWGP's champion. Okay. So now, like, IW- this current reign isn't the longest ever. It's no. his combined reign. It's the combined years. Four, yeah, four total reigns might be five. I think it might be four, but total combined, he's had it for like almost combined like two plus years. So essentially, he is what they would call the ace of the company, the new ace, the new ace. He's not, not to be the, confused with the old ace, which would be Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tanahashi, Tanahashi, and now he's another player. Tanahashi was the guy who basically carried this company on his back during, for, its, bad during its bad times and restored it to credibility. And ushered in the era that we are now in, and he's still there, and he still is wrestling at a very, very high level. He's still one of the best, he, easily. To, to to explain him is he's the John's, not in a negative way. He is the John Cena in that he's the company uh, guy. He's the he's the he's was the face of the company for a long time. Yep, he's beloved. He, he's the 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 baby face of baby faces. Everybody loves him. Yep, plays air guitar, has a funny haircut. <laughs> Fair enough. Then you've got, uh, let's see, we already said Kenny Omega, who I don't think it needs any introduction to anyone that listens to this show, because I think I've talked about him a lot. Kenny Omega is the probably most successful gaijin wrestler in Japan since, what, Stan Hansen? In how say long Hansen. ago? Yeah. So Kenny is... Hansen Invader. Yeah, Kenny is Kenny. He is over. He's, he lives in Japan. He speaks Japanese. Loves video games and anime. He's, he's Japanese. A, he's, he's a white Japanese guy. He's embraced over there in a way that a lot of guys aren't. 
He speaks the language. That's the big thing. Sure. And he's for sure embraced over here. Like, Kenny's a big deal. Uh, you've also got... Um, Tetsuya, uh, Tetsuya Naito. Tetsuya Naito. And he is the leader, Jay, of... Los Ingobernables de Japón. Correct. The, un- also, the ungovernable of Japan. That's, that's, that is correct. Not to be confused with their Mexican counterpart, the ungovernables, flat. Flat, yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> there technically is an... an uh, Technically, there is an uh, ally of USA. It's a one-time thing. Is there now? Uh, When Jay Lethal, at one point, was a member of Los Angeles. Oh, okay. So they technically were... They had a U.S. branch. (laughs) Naito is uh, one of the most popular guys in Japan. If not the... If not the. He's great. His whole character is basically... I don't care... Like, Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Like, whatever. He's kind of a... He's a, he's a rule break. He's a... He's Austin. He's kind of he's Austin. A little... There's... Without the violent you, outbursts. To use the comparisons. Sure. Because that's the easiest way you can help... Yeah. Bring he's, people in. He's the counter... He's the anti-hero. The anti-hero. Yes. That's why you get the comparisons to Austin. Austin was the anti-hero, but... Because Naito had a had a his story, gr- his grief was against the company. Yeah, it's it gets long and it's complicated, but you guys gotta trust us. His story is it's long but distinguished. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, WWE, the we're not we're not going there, Jay. Um, WWE, the uh, plaque for the for runners up in the ladies' room. Uh huh. Um, I will try not to bump the table again. That's Sorry. okay. Uh, Naito, who, you know, again, L.I.J., which also features Sonata, Evil, Bushi, and uh, uh, Takahashi. Hiromu Takahashi. Hiromu Takahashi, the ticking time bomb. Has a stuffed cat named Daryl. They are all great. That faction is great. Um, let's see. I think we're forgetting so many guys. No, um, Ishii, like we said. Ishii, who's kind of like the second, he's kind of like the gatekeeper to Okada. Sure. You beat Ishii, your next step's more than likely Okada. I, I insist that he's underappreciated in that Most company. Most people do. Because he puts on great matches regularly, and he's not really high on the card. Dave Meltzer, he should be. Dave Meltzer, who is, as we know, we, we subscribe to his newsletter and yes, his podcast, is, he has said, Tomohiro Ishii is one of the best workers in the past decade. He's great. I love him. Totally unappreciated. If you want to just, I mean, to help like the Western fan get into Ishii, watch, just just go back from last year, the G1 special, and watch his match against Kenny Omega for the, was it the final match? It was the final. The, the cha- for, for, the, for the U.S. title. The that best. match ruled. Oh, my God, it was so good. Ishii was great in that match. So you got Ishii, but the next the next level of guy you probably say is Minoru Suzuki. Oh, Suzuki! Suzuki, who leads his faction, Suzuki Goon. He's the only guy worth worth anything in that in that faction. Zack Saber. <laughs> well, Zach, Well, now, Kill, yeah. Killer lead squad. Uh, okay. Oh, they're they're Suzuki Goon. They're Suzuki Goon. I did not know that. Okay. They're right. Suzuki Goon. Dust out. Watch some new. You see, I'm, here's I'm, the thing. I'm going to go down the rabbit here's hole a little bit. Watch. Here's the problem. Watch, El Des- watch some El Desperado. Fine, but they also have Tai Chi. Tai Chi's getting awesome now. He, he, he sings his own theme song, but he doesn't sing it. And they also have, uh, you know, Takuma Jinoku, what's left of him. <laughs> In any case, yeah, Suzuki is awesome. And here's why he's awesome. He puts on good matches. I'm not going to say great, but very good for a guy that old. 48. 48. And, he, and his background is MMA. He started the company Pancrase, which is like a forerunner to UFC. 
he's been through he's been through war. Here's the thing on his body. He's great because he's one of the guys that you see him, you believe him immediately. Oh, he's terrifying. That man, just look at him. Yes, he has flames shaved into his head. You you look into his eyes and you think this guy is dangerous. Favorite thing in the world though, One Piece. Uh, yeah, anime. His, he loves anime. Yeah, that's this something. this killer, this man who will destroy you, loves anime. He was he got he got a hell of a reception tonight, which we're gonna get into. Um, Taguchi, the funky weapon. Yeah, he's, he's 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 middling. He's middling. Toruyano, the comedy card, the comedy yeah. act. You have to put Jay White there now. He's got one of the big belts. Switchblade Jay White, your current U.S. champion. Um, Three years ago, he was what they consider a, a young boy. A young lion. A young lion. Yeah, which is their, their farm system, essentially, where you... You, you train and you wash Jushin Thunder Liger's back. <laughs> you train in the dojo and you, uh, yeah, you, you make dinner and cook and clean for the, the, the higher-up guys. And Basically, you're, you're, you're Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. Kind of, yeah. And, and Jushin Thunder Liger is Pai Mei. <laughs> You can see him stroke his mask stroke whenever his he does. Mask. Whenever somebody does something right, uh, so oh yeah. no, Will Osprey is going to poison his fish heads. Will Osprey, <laughs> Will Osprey, the aerial assassin. He's he's, he's oh my big. god, that guy. I, Will Osprey does things that melt your brain. You like a lot of people might remember because. His his little thing he did with Ricochet a couple years ago, yeah, the Super Juniors, broke the got on ESPN. Yeah, and it, it, and a lot of people didn't like it. Shocking, but it was amazing. So, having said that, you know we've kind of given you the high level of of, of this company and, and why it's great and what what we think about it. So let's get into the card, Jay. Well, let's pull up the card tonight and, and just our snap judgments because I know we 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 soaked in. A lot. a lot of this show. It was a four-hour plus no show. Intermission. No intermission. And dare I say, even matches I wasn't that hyped about when I, when they were announced. This this show was great. It was a fun show. So I'll just start right from the beginning. Go on. We had now in New Japan, pretty much everybody's in a group. Yeah, you, it's, it's not like a stable, like everybody kind of comes out and helps each other. It's not like it's, the NWO, exactly. Well, Bullet Club is, but the rest of them aren't. It's not like, like how DX, like everybody would come out together. Right. NWO, everybody's coming out together. Right. It, it's like cohesive. This is more like um, a loose affiliation. I, I've heard it described as um, like training camps in, in mixed martial arts. Okay. Where everybody it fights under a banner. They, they all train at a certain spot. So, like, you're a Gracie guy or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, like, um, one of them is called like something top team, like these different things. Okay. So they're kind of like a loose group. Like, so there's, there's, the big ones are Chaos. Which is Okada's. Los Angobernables. Which is Naito. Naito. What, you're going to say what? Formerly Shinsuke's. Faded formerly Shinsuke's. Nak- Nakamura Nak- used to be the leader of Chaos. Yes, correct. Um, Bullet Club. Which, which is fine. Needs no introduction. Bullet Club is fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a story. Um, we'll get to that. And, um, Suzuki Gun. Suzuki Gun. Those are the big ones. And then there's the loose affiliation. It's called like Team New Japan, which is Taguchi, Tanahashi. You know, they're. Tana's not chaos? Tanahashi? Yeah. Hiro- Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah. Ace, go ace. He's not, he's not in chaos? Why, when why in the I... three years you've been watching this, I don't know. you I... ever thought that he was part of chaos? I just kind of thought he was. Not at all. Okay. Nope, Tanahashi oh. is he's his own thing. All right, I learned something today. 
It's like David S. Pumpkins. His uh, own thing. Yeah, we're going to move on from that. So I have a Funko problem. Uh, I know. Yeah. Okay, so first match. We had Rapungi 3K. Ah, uh, Rapungi. Rocky Romero, who has been... He's been New Japan. He's been Ring of Honor. He's been around forever. Rocky Romero's been around the block. Uh, with... Uh, show and Yo. Show and Yo. Now, they were Young Lions. The same... The, I'll tell you, that Young Lion class. It was Show and Yo, mm-hmm. Jay White, and David Finley. Well, look what, the, look what happened tonight. These guys are all moving up the card very now, nicely. Now, they did what's called an excursion. They go to certain places. Uh, usually, Hiromo, Mex- usually Mexico. Romo Takahashi went to, to Mexico. Right. Um, Okada... <laughs> Went to TNA, uh, which they made him... Now, we could go comic book with this for a minute. He was with Samoa Joe. Yes. And he they gave him a gimmick... They gave him a Kato gimmick. Kato. From the Green, from the green, from the green, from the green Hornet. Hornet. Yes. They gave him the, the mask and everything. Yeah. One of the greatest wrestlers of our time. Yes. That's what they did. Yes. So they don't go to TNA anymore. No. <laughs> no. Because that's what happens when you TNA. Yeah. Not even once. Um, so, and Jay White went to Ring of Honor. David Finley actually stuck around in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's that little story. That'll actually come up later. Um, so, you had Rocky Romero, Show and Yo, his new little tag team, who were in Ring of Honor as Dalton Castle's boys. And they were also called the Tempura Boys, because that's not racist at all. No. So, no. why not? Team, team Rice would have been just <laughs> awful. Idiots. Uh, anyway. Anyway. So we have Rapongi 3K versus... Versus SoCal Uncensored, which is the which is like an old indie super group. Well, who's gonna, tell me who's in SoCal Uncensored. Scorpio Sky, who a lot of people probably don't know because he's, he was based... He was a West Coast-based indie guy. Okay. Didn't really work Ring of Honor. He worked kind of CZW for a little bit, I think. Okay. Um, then you had Frankie Kazarian, so a lot of people remember him from TNA. Back when TNA was actually good, um, and the the undying, undying, this man, comic book reference too. They actually have written a comic book together, Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels. They have a comic book. Okay. Daniels is a huge comic book guy, and he's in his late forties, and he's still putting on bust ass matches, great he's, matches. The guy can work. The guy can work hard. He's like he's like one of, he's like Suzuki. Yeah. Like, these guys are in their 40s, and they're just... They're still killing it. They're still killing it. And he's still doing... He's pulling out moves that I remember seeing him in Old Ring of Honor 10 years ago still doing. How? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's DDP Yoga. I'm not sure. It, it could be. Um, so that match, what'd you think? Good little match. Yeah, it was fun. It's good start. I mean, it's... Great. A good start to the show. High energy from Sho and Yo. Uh, some good high spots. Some high flying. You're always going to get that from Dan. I mean, Daniels is, like, the consummate wrestler. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, that guy can wrestle. He's one of those guys you could throw him in there with a broom for 15 minutes, and damn it, he will sell for that broom, and he will make that broom look like a million bucks. And Jim Cornette's head looks good. But, in any case, uh, good start. Good start. Gets the, gets, gets the crowd going, you know, you get some high flying stuff. Yeah. People are familiar with it, and it helps because you're in a U.S. market. Mm-hmm. These are guys, at least between. At the very minimum, everybody knows who Christopher Daniels is in that room. Absolutely. At the bare minimum. Yeah. Kazarian is probably next on the We Know Who You Are. Yes. Scorpio Sky being on the West Coast, it's him. Rocky's been around forever. And then showing you have been in Ring of Honor for the last year or so. Everybody knows who you are. Everybody who's paid to watch this show 
we're all there because we breathe New Japan. Yeah, we, we don't. There were no casuals in yeah. this crowd. This this was a this was a we know why we are here crowd. So fun match. That's okay. You're all right there. So okay, we're off to a good start here. That was a good match. So then we start next month. David Finley. Yes. And? The son of Fit Finley. Who you might remember from WWE TV. And even WCW. And WCW. He was WCW for a long time. Yep. His and, son David is... And, and, and some of you may know CJ Parker. From NXT. NXT. Formerly. But, but he went and said, I'm better than this. Yeah. Went to Japan. Went through the whole... He, he went through the young boy system. He went to the dojo, slept, washed the Liger's back like everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> cooked Yuji Nagata some, some food, uh-huh. and he became Juice Robinson. And I thought initially he was kind of a joke. Everybody did. He's not a joke, Jay. No. That guy... Juice is good. That guy busted his ass and became... He... Japan, just watching the shows, they love him. Yeah. He's turned it on in a big bad way, and he's he's Would great. You dare say the juice is loose. The juice the juice is kind of loose. As I made the comment today, this is the first time a per- person named Juice in Los Angeles has been over. Not long uh, time, long time, <laughs> long time. Uh, he got a hell of a pop. Yep, against um, people went nuts for Juice when he when he when he just came out tonight. And I, it's a testament to his work. I think it's it, it's everybody everybody saw him. This is the kind of crowd that has the network, the WWE network. Yeah, they're everybody. They, they, every, they're hip to what's going on. Everybody saw him in NXT. Yeah, they're like, okay, he's the guy who broke Kevin Owens' nose. Yeah, which helped. That was probably the best thing that ever happened to Kevin Owens, coming out bloody and looking amazing. Yeah, basically. So Juice Robinson made Kevin Owens, and in, in a roundabout way, it kind of made him too. So he, so he gets this reaction because I think a lot of people see him as you know we've seen you develop into. This amazing worker, so we respect the hell out of what you did. Sure, yeah. You, you quit the system. You quit the machine. Yeah. Stripped yourself down like RoboCop 2 and came back with a whole new set of directives. <laughs> <laughs> but good ones. Good directives this time. Thank you for not smoking. Uh, right. So who'd they face? They faced the cosmic uh, team of representing Chaos. Yeah. Your, everybody's favorite uh, wild-bearded uh, booker. Gato, Gato. The, he, spoilers, folks. Gato is uh, the guy who, who he's the, he's in charge of booking all this stuff. As in, he makes the matches. He he's the guy who writes it all. He was in a big tag team a long time ago with with it was Jadon Jadon Gato. Right. They were a pretty big deal in Japan at one point. So Gato is kind of the gate. He's the guy behind the scenes, but he also has a small role in the ring, it's mostly to take to take losses. Yes. Because yes. We don't, everybody knows he's the booker. Nobody cares if he loses. He's the anti-Kevin Nash. <laughs> when, when, when Gato gets the book, he doesn't put himself over. Uh, Gato and who? Uh, Dolph Goto or Hiroki Ziggler? I'm not sure what to call him. Uh, the forever bridesmaid, Hiroki Goto. Uh, Hiro- Hiroki Goto is a great talent, but he is the guy who he'll put in the work. He'll, he'll give you a good match, but he is... He never wins the big one, and he's never going to be the guy. That was a story. A couple, um, not last year, two years ago. He was having, he was, he, he was a man without a group, and he could not beat Okada. Well, no one can. Nobody can, but 
That was his story, was that he's tried, and I'm trying, and I've tried to beat Okada, and I yeah. just cannot get over the hump. To the point, like, he went to this, like, waterfall, and was, like, trying to, like... <laughs> Is that where the beads came from? Yes. Okay. So he's trying right. to become, like, this... He, like, kind of, like, hones his zen and all uh, that stuff. Okay. So he, he actually came out dressed all white, had, like... Japanese script all over him, like, like, like Hakushi. Hakushi in the 90s. Jinsei Suzuki. What was... Jinsei Suzuki or Sasaki? Whatever. I don't remember. Sasaki. Yeah, whatever. He was Hakushi. That's all I remember. He was... Yeah, everybody remembers him as Hakushi. Um, so he had all this, you know, plain white, like, pure Goto, stripped down, ready to take on Okada, and he lost. Yeah. Because that's what Goto does. Goto loses in the big And in then the big what Goto matches. did is shameful Goto joins Chaos takes Okada's colors because he just can't beat him he, just, he was kind of he kind of became like bitch Goto well bad, bad, bad word I'm sorry you're okay, it, okay. you know what no one's listening to the show anyway, so it's <laughs> uh, for for the fan to decide that's that's for the, the fan to decide uh, fun match though Juice was over some juice, good spots Juice Juice Juice, Goto, juice. Goto'd Ghetto Ghetto'd David, David Finley came out with the win um, that's gonna come into play later with a stunner yeah, in LA. Who lives in LA, Jay? I don't know. Well, hell, kid. <laughs> use my move. Got to snug it. Got to work snug. Got to work snug. Yeah, cinch that up. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold Steve. I hate when anybody uses stunner. It's, it's too. It's like too somebody using a leg drop or something. It's it's an. A, you can kind of get away with using the rock. The rock bottom was the rock bottom. Other people can use it. it's a uranagi. Everybody can use it. No, if you use the people's elbow, you're going to look like a moron. Yeah, unless, but you're, John, the, unless you're John Cena. But the stunner's the stunner. It's I just, know. It just doesn't make sense. When you're the biggest draw in the history of the business, I think you you can afford to have your move retired. Yeah, yeah. In any case, fun little match. Finley went over. Uh, well, Finley's team, but Finley got the pin. Um, over and, over our pinning or pin cushion Gato. Yes. Uh, and spoilers, uh, Finley and White come into play later. Ah. ah. Okay, next match. So now we have the team of Lance Archer and... Okay, we got to talk about this this team. So, okay, th- this is the Killer Elite Squad. Killer Elite Squad. Killer Squad. Lance Archer and Davey Boy Smith Jr. Jr. If it was Senior, we'd have issues. Yes, because he's dead. <laughs> so, okay... First thing, Davey Boy Smith Jr. I've been into him for a little while now. He's, he's pretty good. He, unfortunately, for the last few years that I've noticed him, he has been wearing um, what I would like to say is his late father's worst attire. That being the jeans with the boots, uh, the, the jeans tucked into the black combat boots. Not a good look. Not a good look. Jay, he got tights tonight. He actually had... Uh, he- he had trunks and, and, and ring boots. And, and it changed everything. He, he looks, looks like legit. a wrestler now. Yeah. That's the start. When they start changing your attire, yeah. that's when we're going to start nudging you up the cart a little bit, son. All right. Well, it's, it's, Davey's, it's Davey Jr.'s time to shine. Now his tag partner, Lance Archer. Okay. Let's talk about Lance Archer for a minute. How far do you want to go back on Lance Archer? Because mm. I can, again... Back when TNA was good and watchable, Lance yeah. Archer was a big part of the beginning of TNA. Put it this the way. The problem is, he had a tramp stamp. Okay, let's start there. <laughs> Everything was fine until you saw his lower back and he... thought, spring break, let's party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I had five daiquiris, look at my back. All I could think when I saw Lance Archer for years was like, this guy looks ridiculous. Well, spoilers. He put a t-shirt on, 
and he has this whole water spitting gimmick going now. And he's all jacked up coming to the ring with the water spitting. Like, he's all amped. And now... He's got, like, five water bottles with him, and he just will spit water on every single human being that he could come in contact with. I think he got the whole building tonight, Jay. He goes into the crowd to do it. He did this... There's from New Japan World from a couple weeks ago. He spit on the crowd, and this woman was mad. <laughs> she's, she's already there with her mask, with her little surgical mask. With she's Japanese art. Did you notice, by the way, when we were checking out for our T-shirts? The one girl. One had, had the, yeah, one yeah, had yeah, the yeah. mask. I feel like we should have worn authentic, you know, well, I'm surgical not masks. No, we don't have, but you, they do it to not get sick. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. So, next time, surgical masks. But, and it, dude... So, for the first time, I can actually say, like, yo, Lance Archer is pretty good, and he's got this character thing going. That, that was a problem. He was always good, but he had no character. Oh, he got one now. And they tried. They pushed him as high as they could, but it was like, Tramp Stamp. No. We can't push Tramp Stamp. Uh, you can push him now, because he's... He has... He looks like a monster, too. He put on... He might have some gas in him, because well, I don't think they really test over there. Look... We're not going to talk about that because spoilers. Everybody does the, the gas, and I don't care if he does. And I don't care. It's fine. If you do whatever you want with your body, I think everybody should be on steroids as it is. I might take some when I get home. I'm not advocating. I'm just saying they all do it, so I'm not going to point fingers. So they took on the team. Yes. Of again representing chaos because chaos is a very big group. Yeah. Chucky e. T. Chuck Taylor. Chucky e. T. Indie darling for the last ten years. He throws. Throws a mean fake grenade and scares little children. Yeah, it doesn't do that anymore. Not, not in Japan, anyway. Uh, Chucky e. T and our favorite, our favorite DVD hawker, Toru Yano. Now, on the surface, you think as soon as Yano is on the match, you're like, it's going to be a comedy match. Granted, there was comedy in it, but it was a good match because Chuck Taylor is Chuck Taylor's been doing again. He's been one of those guys who's been indie, indie, indie for 10, 12. 14 years. He put in he some good work, though. He just, he's finally getting his, he's finally getting his break. He's, I don't know if he won or lost last night at PWG, but he was PWG champion lately. He's had a tag team with Trent Beretta in Chaos. They were actually starting the best friends. They'll hold hands on the way to the ring. It's awesome. <laughs> they would, they were moving up the card, and then Beretta tore his friggin' pack. Yeah. And his bicep. Oh. At the same time, and I feel bad because they're on Twitter hawking his t-shirts because he's got to pay for his surgery somehow. Yeah. That's what stinks about these guys. They have no insurance. Yeah. So if something bad happens, it's out of pocket. Yeah. Unless they bought their own insurance, which who knows if they did. In so, any case. Anyway. So they had a fun Chuck, little match. Chucky e. T and, and Yano. That was a fun match, man. Yano? Yano's always fun. You can't, he's not going to give you a, he's not, you can't put him in there for 10 minutes and expect gold. No. If you put him no. in there for 10 minutes, you expect athletic tape, nut shots, and the turnbuckle and coming the turn- out. <laughs> Which the crowd popped for hard. Because it's a new Japan crowd, Dave. Yeah. That's what you come to expect with Yano's. Yeah. A lot of goofiness. And, and, and he does the Yano face. The, 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 the shrug with his face. And he did that to me. After the match, this is what I love about sitting that close. I gave him the big shrug, and he just kind of gave a sheepish shrug. Like, I don't know what happened. He gave you the casual Yano shrug. I'll take it. It was great. I had my it Yano. Was fantastic. I had a Yano moment. It was, it was pretty great. All right. What else we got? Now we're moving on to um, Cody. Now we have Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Bullet Club versus OG Bullet Club. So you had... 
Cody. Cody Rhodes, yeah. With Brandy. Roll Tide. Roll Tide on Brandy. Uh, Roll Tide. <laughs> the villain, Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull. Love. God, I love Marty. Marty's pretty great. He's brilliant. Yes. Against the Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, Tongaloa and Tamatonga. Tamatonga is one of the OG Bullet Club. It was uh, him. He's a founder. Carl Anderson, Bad Luck Fale, and Finn Balor. Prince Debit, or as Miz would call him, Prince Nebit. So, uh, did, did I take it that uh, Doc Gallo, Gallows, Gallows came, came in later? later. Okay. Gallows and Gallows was the next one in, I think. No, it was either Gallows or Ta- uh, Yujiro Takahashi, the Tokyo Pimp, who we did not have. We didn't have it. No, no, we did not. Okay, so. Uh, here's the match was good, but the, I think the best part about it was Cody healing it up in the beginning on the mic, trying to sell the fact that he he put he, he put he puts uh, uh, Tamatanga over as an OG, and, and, and it, he tried to quell the, the the dissension that is in Bullet Club, but he just can't resist putting himself <laughs> over everyone he's else. Like, yeah, he's like Tamatanga is one of the OG the. And him and Tangalore are the back, the the pure wrestlers that this company needs. And then there's me, Cody, who's the superstar that makes it all much, all that much better. Cody got so much heat, and I, it's admirable. It is for for an, for an independent wrestling crowd that pops for everything a heel can do. Yes, people want Cody's car tires slashed. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes him. But there's there's the there's I think everybody kind of likes Cody because it's admirable what he's doing. Sure. So it's kind of like we're playing along with with the gag. Yeah, there is that. But 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 I think he also does pick up on on some real feelings of like you really don't belong in this company. Because I'm sorry, but Cody's a perfectly cromulent wrestler. But I don't think that he's a good enough worker to put in like a five star kind of match. There's not, you know, you can, but you can go on part of the our New Japan roster. There's, there's guys who, there's not a ton of guys that can five star match. No, but they also aren't leading the Bullet Club. This is true, or or saying that they lead the Bullet they Club. Say they in any case, I think part of that plays into why he gets the heat that he does because people kind of see him as like an outside. <laughs> Unwelcome guy, and he but but in, to his credit, he plays into that. He's pretty hard. He is every late '80s, early '90s bad guy he's, in yeah. to the teen movie. He steers blonde in. hair, complete d bag. Yes, and he plays his role to a T. That was a fun little match. Um, but again, Mar- it was, Mar- I, the best part I think was Marty. Yeah, when Tamatanga and Tangaloa dumped Cody out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Marty is, like, on their side. Yeah. And he's yelling at Cody. And he's yelling yelling all this stuff at Cody. And then he turns around, and they shoulder tackle him yeah. out to the ring. Yeah. And then, Co- and then he jumps into Cody's arms. It was back home. It was pretty great. Uh, Marty Skrull's Mar- Marty great. He's underrated. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's rated. He's rated. He's great, and people should acknowledge that he's great. All right. Fun match. There we go. Now we move on to the eight-man tag. Okay. Which gives us our ingovernable of oh Japan. Oh, my God, this match. So you get Bushi, who is a Bushi. junior heavyweight. Yeah. Bushi's fun. He's a fun little... He's, he's good. A fun guy. Yeah, he's, he's good. He puts on some really good matches. He does. He's one of those guys, like... You're like, Bushi. All right. Right. 
I'm not, I know I'm not going to get five stars out of Bushi. You're going to get a good match. You're going to get a fun match out of You're Bushi. You're going to get a good match out of Bushi. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Takahashi. The ticking time bomb. Okay, keep going, because he's, he's great. Uh, a personal favorite, I believe, of both mine and Drew's, Sonata. Sonata. I have high hopes for Sonata. And Tetsayu Naito. Okay, keep going. Versus? Versus. Now we have Ryusuke Taguchi. Taguchi, we talked about him, the funky weapon. Now, that team... Now he's the captain of this art of this new Japan team. He oh. even wears the little C yeah. captain armband, uh-huh. which is brilliant. He in ran a, out. He had an In and Out burger. He had an In and Out hat burger. Uh huh. In and Out burger hat. Yep. Uh, you get the time, depending on which, uh, depending on how, if you're reading it right, the time spritter or splitter. Kushida. 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 We've met Kushida. He's a, he has a really bad handshakes, like Fela esque. <laughs> Nobody will get that. Kushida's great, though. That guy can go. He's, that a, guy he's can one go. of those guys. Who's, he's almost to the point he's underrated. Like, you just can throw him out there, and he will have a great match. Yeah, he's fantastic. And you, you're like, he's almost gotten to that point of like, it's Kushida. I know it's going to be good. I think he's at, a, he's, at, he's, at a, he's at a critical point right now where I think they're going to bump him up the card soon. They have to. He's, he's great. He's done everything he can do in the junior division. I think it's time to put him up, and he's, he can deliver. Okay, Kushida. Then we have... Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee. Who is a staple of CMLL. Okay, which is Mexico. The Mexican. There's two big Mexican companies. AAA, AAA and CMLL. CMLL. Yes. They're both run probably by the cartels. Yeah. And people probably died. Yeah. Via drug money. We don't talk about that. It's Mexico. But he's really good. He's amazing. And he has this chemistry with Takahashi. We're going to talk about that. Which is... I guess there, it started when Takahashi went on excursion to Mexico. To Mexico, yeah. and they just they just have this. They just click. It's like one of those things. Like you put, it's like like peanut butter and jelly. Like Bret Hart and Bret Hart and Austin. Sure, you put them in the match. They Magic. they they know. Like it's just like a great song. It's like a band. They it just, just it can, just works. It works. Yeah, so, and. Go Ace. Hiroshi. Hiroshi Tanahashi. This match had some We touched on Hashi. Spots. We touched on Hashi. It was fantastic. And, and he touched me. Because <laughs> you can, I mean, you can look at it sometimes. Like, Watch the show, folks. Watch the entrances we're closely. We're in there. I swear to God. I'm smiling like a little I, Yeah, we're smiling like idiots. Um, you got to think, like, so, Tanahashi, that's like, he's like a legend. He is. He, at this point, he's, at a this, li- he's a living legend at this point. Naito, though. That pop. He got a pop. Now, for the uninformed, a pop is a... When the crowd pops pop. for you. As in, you, a, you're, a reaction. You, you get announced, you show your face, and the crowd goes berserk. That's a pop. And he and they did he, it. They announced Bushi and Sonata. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they let everybody else kind of make their way up. And then they hit... Then Naito. Then Naito's music hits. And unglued. Yes. They were swinging from the rafters for Naito. We don't know what he says half the time. No, but, but it's it just translates. That's uh, to not tangent or anything. That's the beauty part of New Japan. Absolutely, you don't have to know the language. No, you don't. It helps, but it, it's not about. It's like what, a sport. Yes, you don't. You can just watch it and pick it up. Yep, from what they're doing in the ring. Yep, and you'll have your favorite guys based strictly on on what you see and how they act, and it's and you'll get it. You will get it. I promise. Um, Naito is over like Rover, man. And this match was fun. 
this match was a lot of fun. You got every everyone got some moment moment to shine. Takahashi and, and Dragon Lee did what they do. Oh my god, when they were doing the chops, that's they do that every match. Jesus, it's become it's it's a it's just a point where you know. Takahashi's on one side and Lee's on the other. The first thing they're going to do, they're going to go into the ring. They're going to run at each other and they're going to chop themselves silly. The, it, it was absurd, but it was amazing. <laughs> and they, they, the, they, and they've been doing. They've been wrestling for so long against each other. And if you've watched their matches, they counter their counters. The next match, they counter their counters. Their counters. The next match, they counter. Then they counter the counter, then they counter the counter, and then they counter the counter. They just have this, it's just when they, when they poetry. Got, when they got in the ring together, like, the crowd got hype, and then they delivered. It was Did great. you remember that? When, when it was, like, it was Naito and Tanahashi started off, they did a little bit together. Yeah. Tanahashi tags in Dragon Lee. Yep. Takahashi just puts his arm out and goes, basically, I want in. That place went nuts. Yep. And because they knew it was going to happen, and it happened. Yep. It was great. Um, Sonata got his 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 not spot in on with Taguchi or, or Kushida. The, uh, Kushida lock, yeah, where he basically wraps you up like a pretzel and then kicks you in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Sonata, that guy, Sonata he's, looks. He's got the look. He's twenty seven and he's built like a brick yeah. house. Yes, he's he's and he's he can move. He's got he's got the tools. I have to see him put it all together to be great. But he's that he, match with Okada. But I get, it was pretty good, but Okada I mean, though. I mean, it's always you can always say it's Okada, but he had he was pretty good in the G one last year too. Fair enough. We have high hopes for for the Cold Skull. We <laughs> we like Sonata, and then Naito's Naito. Once he hits Destino, the crowd goes berserk, and, and you know everyone goes when so he happy. Hits the proper Destino. Well, yeah, there's two versions of the Destino. There's about four versions of Destino, but when he revs it up, and full, goes, rotation. full rotation, rotation, yeah, yeah, yeah. drops you down. So that was a fun match because Naito was just. Lij is over. Lij is like over. They are big. They are, and not just in Japan. No, they they they've transcended. They have transcended that that group. They've Bullet Club. They've reversed Bullet Club. Kinda. Bullet Club was, you know, everybody loved it in America, and they actually now the Bullet Club is like loved in Japan too. Yeah. Because before they were the first ones that like they drew heat. Yeah. yeah. Because. They they're not used to Western. Well, they are now. But now they are, but there was no cheating. Right, right, right. It, everything was honorable, and if you were dishonorable, we're going to put a sword in your stomach. Kind of. <laughs> wow. Racist. <laughs> no. Is, is it a thing or not? I, uh, I'm not going is, there, dude. In any case. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, they were the first ones to like really like they old eighties. We're gonna break your car, kind of heat. Yeah, they drew a lot of heat, but yeah. now they love Bullet Club because Bullet Club's been great for a long time, and eventually people turn. You know, yeah. they, they they recognize the work. Eventually. And Kenny, obviously, being the Kenny leader, helps. Um, Even AJ, what when AJ was there, AJ, AJ Styles was the leader of Bullet Club for a little bit. Yep. Uh, all right, so Lij went over. It was great, fun match. Next match. Next. Okay, is it the one I think it is? With is it? Osprey? Yeah. Oh, this. Okay, this whole thing. So, folks, it was supposed to be Rey Mysterio, Legend, versus Jushin Thunder Liger, Legend. Legend. Unfortunately, Rey Mysterio tore his bicep for some for stupid indie company. You're held, Rey Mysterio. He's held together by tape. You have Seven Eleven money. 
They put you on a box and put you on a cup. <laughs> you have the money. Why are you in New Hampshire? Inside joke there, folks. Anyway. No, here, so, I'll explain. The com- there was a commercial from 7-Eleven. There's no way Ray Mysterio was as tall as that person. No. They put Ray on a box. They, we know this because we just literally stood right next to Ray Mysterio. Okay, Jay. So, <laughs> this is... And this was Drew's highlight of the night. You know that I am not a man of, of, of very high stature. I hold you in high regard, though. Th- thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I am taller than Rey Mysterio. By a couple inches. There's hope, Jay. DDP started when he was 37 years old. In fairness, uh, Ray is in much better shape than I am. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that. <laughs> He's slimmed down. Yeah, I got I to gotta get working. Anyway, um, so he could not do the match. Torn bicep. So he came out, though. But he came out, and he, he cut a great promo, thanking everyone for, you know, apologizing. He felt, really, he felt bad. He felt terrible. You could tell. Like, he looked like, I mean, as yeah. much as you could tell the guy wearing a mask. Now, to be fair, he's also negotiating a return to WWE right now. We're not going to talk about that. Oh. But let's, let, let's shelf that for a minute. Hey, he promised he was coming back for New Japan. He did. He didn't, he didn't specify the year. No, <laughs> but he did say that he... No matter what it would take, he wanted that match with Liger to happen. And he, he basically swore up and down that he would be back in New Japan. I want to take him at his word and hope that that does happen. I wanted to, right? He never came across as, like, Dis- you know, I'm going to disingenuous kind of guy. No, no. So. Reminds me, I actually think I met him once on accident, but he didn't have the mask on. So how'd you know? Well, because I don't know too many people who have, a, like, a tattoo of Rey Mysterio's mask in the exact same spot that Rey Mysterio has it, who happened to be five foot three in Spanish. Uh, pretty sure it was him at that gas station. It's less than 5'3". Yeah. I know because I'm 5'3". <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, so he cuts the promo, <laughs> thanks the crowd, apologizes and whatnot. Liger's still having the match against the aerial assassin Will Ospreay. We touched Jushin Liger. We did touch Jushin Liger. We touched a lot of legendary people it today. Was a big, it was a big day. Red Shoes, Jushin Liger, Tanahashi. Will Ospreay. David Finley. Will Ospreay, <laughs> dude, blows my mind. This guy, the things he can do, I, 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 I can't fathom. The next step. How does he do it? Think I, about this. Remember when Rob Van Dam was like... The highest of the, the high highest, flyers, or, you know, prime and Mysterio, psychosis, yeah. all the junior, all the junior guys yeah. from WCW. Yeah, who would have thought? Like, nothing can be. How can you top this? Uh, well, here's here's, here's Will, Osprey. Will Osprey. Right. Oh my God. This. But here's the thing, though. He was doing he was doing uh, a ground holds and, and everything else with 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 Liger too. Watch his match with Okada from the anniversary show. Yeah. Purposefully. Barely did any high fly Man. to prove a point. That, really, that's great. And that's they awesome. put on an amazing. I mean, again, Okada. It's Okada, <laughs> but it does take two to tango. Uh, this was a fun match, actually. Liger being fifty-three, ageless. Dude, he was doing crazy stuff. And I remember the guy who was sitting next to us is just like, I always thought that was like there was a second Liger, which no. you couldn't do because there's been like four Tiger masks. Sure. It's a mask, especially Liger, who's a mask and a full body suit. Right. But nope, it's Liger. Liger. And last last year or two years ago, uh, Best of the Super Juniors, they had a big thing with Suzuki going, like Taka Michinoku and I think Desperado are like tearing off his, like they were ripping his horn off of his mask and like really ripping into him. And then they like ripped his shirt off and you look and you're like, he's 53. He is jacked. 
He is jacked. More power to him, man. Pete, he put on a good matchup with Osprey. Osprey went over, but I, I couldn't believe some of the high-flying that Liger was still doing. Doing Still doing. Like, you don't got to do that. You're 53. He doesn't have to do any of this. He's got young boys washing his back. I can't get over that. It's a great match. He still lives in the, he still lives in the dojo. Liger lives in the dojo. Well, he's got guys washing his back. I would. I'm not leaving either. In any case, good match. Young man, come here. <laughs> now, Scrub my back. Uh, after the match, Osprey cut the promo saying, thank you. Liger's a legend. Thank, thank you. you. It's an honor. Now get out of my ring. I'm well out. No, he kind he of. Did. And then he went for Mysterio. He challenged Mysterio. <sighs> this has to happen at some point. I The more I think about it, I'm like... I don't think Mysterio's not... I don't think he's going to E. I think he's going to E, but it might not be a long-term thing. Or it'll be a deal where he can do other stuff. Like Jericho. Maybe like Jericho. We'll see. Um, but Marty hits the ring. Marty Skrull hits the ring. And slams an umbrella over Osprey's back. Because he was... He's, uh, uh, Skrull is the former junior heavyweight champion. And Osprey is the current junior heavyweight champion. And it looks like uh, Marty wants the belt back. Why not? But basically what we got out of this was Osprey challenged Ray, and Marty kind of challenged Liger as well. So we have, again, things happen. And Mar- and then Ray got in the ring. Ray to confront, get in the ring. To confront Marty. Yeah. And Marty, with, the, qu- with the quickness of somebody snatching a weave off in a World Star video. <laughs> <laughs> snatching Ray's edges. <laughs> Snatched that mask right off of Ray. Yeah, and it was it was, it was smooth as silk. And then he put the put the mask kind of on his head. Yeah, and he had Osprey's belt, and he was starting to do the whoop whoop. Little, yeah, 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 little wing thing. And Pro, this was a hot little segment here on the show. Marty's, Very hot. Marty's a he's a, he's a treasure. Former, All right, former TNA person, Marty. Marty Scurll. Yep. Wow. They just they know how to build them up and Indeed. ship them off. <laughs> Well, this was a fun, uh, fun match, fun segment. So, next up, moving on to uh, go on Suzuki Goon versus Chaos again. This was great. Now, Chaos was a combination of, and I got to stand as close to this walking appliance as I could. Tomohiro Ishii, our boy. Tomohiro. I'm currently wearing it. The first New Japan shirt I bought. Yeah. Is what I'm wearing right now. Stone Pitbull. Jay, Come I on. think he's around my height. He is a short little man. But wide. Ooh, as the day is long. He's a fridge. <laughs> he's an appliance. He is the Stone Pitbull. He is. Uh, one, of the, one of the first matches from New Japan, it was him and I think it was Goto at Wrestle Kingdom 9. No, no, it wasn't Goto. It was. Ooh. We'd have to go back and look. Ooh, who did he fight? It wasn't Shibata. I don't know. Because at that point, it was Shibata and Goto had won the tag belts we'll have to, off of uh, Gallows and Anderson. We'll have to look back. Who did he fight? I don't I know. Can't, I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to say your waste time. All right. I'm trying to figure that out. But his tag team partner, Jay. The, the man who makes it rain money. Oh, God. The, the, the literal translation of Rainmaker in Japan is the shirts say the man who makes it rain money. Yes. The, 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 the English is... Dude. He was so shiny. Oh, okay. Now it's pro. He was. 
he was glistening as as a as, a, as an owner of a four year old kid. Yes, I, I I own him. He's mine. We're on a Moana kick. Okay. There is a crab in the thing that is covered in he, he's covered in in gold and everything. He collects gold. He sings a song. It's one of the guys from Flight of the Concords. Okay. It's called Shiny. Okay. Sokata. Anybody here? Anybody listening? Left. <laughs> has, who has seen Moana? He is Tamatoa. Dude, when when he was he coming glistens. down when he was coming down the aisle, the lighting and his robe—he was sparkling head to toe. He looked like a god. Like, that's the point. That's what he's supposed to look like. Dude. My God, it's Okada. It it's a, it was Okada. I think he looked at me. I think we locked eyes. It was magic. I'm, I think he, I'm pregnant. <laughs> wow. All right. So versus. Suzuki Goon. Suzuki Goon. Consisting now, of Zack Saber Jr. New Japan Cup winner, Zack Saber Jr. To explain a New Japan Cup in a nutshell, it's a it's a short tournament. Annual tournament. Winner gets his title shot at whatever they want. Right. Zack Saber Jr. busted through Naito. Mm-hmm. Abushi. Mm-hmm. Ta- beat Tanahashi in the finals. Who did he beat in the semis? Not Abushi. Uh, Juice. No, Juice went against. I know he beat Naito in the first round. It was Naito in the first round, Ibushi in the second round. He beat... Oh, he beat... Uh, Sonata. Sonata. Another and then great Tana- man. And then Tanahashi. And then Tanahashi in the finals. That's like... A, that is... That's a murderer's that, role. That is insane. To beat all four of them, that instantly you're up you are the top. Right. So Zack Sabre Jr. is like the man right now. And but he's always challenging... He's, he's hated right now. A lot of people don't like him. Because his style is so... Technical. He is pure technique. Submissions, holds, reversals. You either love him or you hate him. Yeah. Um, I, I'm on the love camp. Or you, I, or, or you hate him because he really is kind of a D-bag. Which is fine. That, that Suzuki going, it's, it's a group of yeah, D-bags. Oh, oh yeah. He, he's, he is perfect for Suzuki. And his tag partner is King, King D-bag. Oh. Minoru Suzuki. The... Minoru Suzuki and, and they, played, Jay, they, they played with my emotions tonight. Yeah, dude. They the, the English announcer kind of derped it. He announced Zack Saber and Suzuki at the same time. At the same time with Zack Saber's music and Saber's in the ring. And I looked and I'm like, no, Suzuki's not out there. Because I'm panicking. We all because, were. Because we were all panicking. Now, as an old Ring of Honor fan, I'm used to the first time we got crowd interaction with music. Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson used to come down to the final countdown. Right. And it was the greatest thing ever because it would just be that. Yeah, the break. Right before, you'd be like, will things ever be the same again? And then everybody would slap on the guardrails, do, 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 do. And everybody would scream out, it's the final count. Right. Crowd goes nuts. Everybody smiles. We're having a good time. Yes. Now, Japan has their own version of this. Yes, they do. Um, it's Katsa Ninare. Katsa Ninare. So, we're, everybody's like, why are we not hearing this music? Right. And then... They play the music because they know better. Yes. You know, this show is on J- in Japan. This is seen all over the world. Yep. You want the reaction that you know we're going to give you. Now, here's the thing. Suzuki, Minoru Suzuki is not like... He's, he's, he's been around for a long time, but he hasn't really done a lot of U.S. tours in his time. So his U.S. touring experience is kind of new. And I got the feeling, Jay, that like when he does show up, the reactions that he gets, and I really like to think that the reaction he got in Buffalo, he's kind of hooked on it now. So when he came out and his song was playing, 
oh my god, that crowd, Kazanina ate him hard. If if you can And I think deep down in his blackened heart <laughs> he smiles. Go back and watch the Buffalo <laughs> show. Because you can if on New Japan World, you can actually go back and watch our shows that we were at. The second time when they because he had won his match yeah. with the rest of at the, with Killer Elite Squad against yeah. it was the Briscoe no it was Mark Briscoe because Jay was hurt and War Machine yeah the second time that he got the Katsuninare he smiles <laughs> and not the evil not the evil I'm going to rip your limbs off and I'm going to enjoy it smile that we were used to from Mr. Suzuki yeah legit like these people in America know who I am and enjoy and know the song yeah what? Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's just, it's super fun. To it's do. just an interactive because it's, that's the best part of the wrestling. That's the, the front row experience and all that. It's the interaction. Yeah, you feel like you're part of the show. Yeah, but match was great, and they man, this match was this match was perfectly done. So Saber got all his submission stuff in. Suzuki was beating the crap out of Ishii. Ishii, by the way, got the got to get. Uh, he had to eat a lot of offense, but at the same that's time, what he does. poor guy. Dude, beat the crap out of him. Him and Suzuki, though, had so many spots of just beating each other. And, oh, well, my here's, God. Here's the, here's the thing about New Japan. There's, there's no, they frown upon closed fists. Fine. So, fine. I'm going to forearm you in the neck. <laughs> well, think of it this way. If I was to punch you in the face, would you rather me forearm you in the neck or punch you right in the jaw? Sure. But that's, the, but that's, a, that's a Japan thing where... I guess it's the believability of somebody getting punched in the face should resonate. Yeah. Like, I hit you in the jaw. That should affect you bad. That's why they go with forearm strikes. Hitting the neck. Plus, it kind of saves your workers from... Punches in the face. Punches to the face. And it also doesn't make it look as fake as when... Right. Now, the natural way... I've been watching wrestling for years. Obviously, I am not a trained wrestler, but I have been watching this long enough. I know what you do. You grab the guy from the top of his head to fake the punch, yeah, yeah. and you punch your hand. Yeah, yeah. Not so much. It in Japan. looks not in Japan because they don't want it to look hokey. No, so honestly, again, they want it to again look like a sport. We do the forearm like strikes, it's legit. So we do forearm strikes, which sound like a murder. Um, Suzuki and 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 Ishii forearmed the crap out of each other to the point where again, this is a smart crowd. Everybody is shushing. Yeah, so right, we right. can hear yeah. the impact yeah. because we are animals. <laughs> because we are a Roman Colosseum crowd that wants to see people die. It was <laughs> awesome. It was. It was. I'm sorry, but like this, that point in the match where they were just going at each other, it was fantastic. And then Ishii, he he sells it like he's hurt, but then he he hits the ropes and he starts laughing and like gets right back up. Give me, give it to me again. Give me again. Give Tomo, me. Tomohiro Ishii is one of the best sellers and. In modern wrestling, fantastic! Everything, everything you hit Ishii with looks like it, it probably does mostly hurt. Yeah, but he makes it look like you have rocked his world, and he is staggering and recovering, or he falls over because it did damage. It was great, fantastic stuff. And then Saber tying guys in knots, beautiful. He he again, love it or hate it. He's great. I'm the, sorry. In the he's past great. two weeks, he's jumped in like one of my top five guys that he's, I love to watch. He's fantastic. Because I can sit there. And it's like, I, I think I texted you. I said it was him versus Abushi. I said it was, a res, it was wrestling porn. <laughs> and not like, oh, there's two guys rolling around in the ring. No, looks, no, no. It's kind of weird. No, it was just like this. If these, you are, like, these are two masters of their craft going at it. And, and 
giving you what you want to see. So this match was great, though, and, it, and the finish of it was perfect. Saber ties up Ishii into a knot, like like death. Suzuki's got Okada he's got dealt with. Sleeper, he's got him in a sleeper as well. Off so he can't break up the submission. So Saber, who has the title match next week against Okada, and they're, making, they're trying to make Saber look like a million bucks, Saber taps out Ishii. The, gate, the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. So Saber goes over. Okada doesn't have to eat a loss. And then you're, you're set for next week. Like you're, you're ready to go. It's built in. You're good to it's go. It's going to be so good. Yep. It's going to be great. So another, another. That's my Easter gift to myself is New Japan. Amen. Ho- hopefully, uh, I can come over. We'll see. We'll All see. right. So, Okada is Jesus risen. Sure. Why not? Shiny like risen Jesus. I went to. I went He's to, very shiny. I went to Catholic school for a long time. They showed the, the ascension. They showed Jesus very shiny at the end. I mean, <laughs> rainmaker pose, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> the ascension of Okada. Fine. So, great match. Great finish. Building us up. All right, now, next match day. Well, going off the little results I'm reading here, look, this trip, this is this killed me. This is a, this is, the plate wasn't exactly the cheapest. The, the, the concept of getting out here is not exactly the greatest because, obviously, as I've explained, I'm here for literally pretty much a day. Yeah. They're coming back. They announced they're coming July. back. July 7th. To the United States of America, to the Cow Palace in San Francisco, San Francisco, which is an arena. This is a 10,000-seat building. Yeah. Because I think they're finally like, okay, let's try the 10,000-seat thing now. Yep. They might, and, be, they might be all in to 10,000. And everybody else around is cheering and happy because a lot of you people are from San Diego and Long Beach and L.A. The poor Buffalo folk are going, man... <laughs> I gotta find a way back out here now. I can't do it, Drew. I know. I want I know. to. I even have. I, a, I have too. an uncle in Berkeley I could stay with, but it's the flight. Yeah, I feel you. I understand. Totally. <sighs> Man, I'll see you in July. Anyway, yeah, shut up. <laughs> What's the next match? So then we get the. I wouldn't call it the pee break match. I wouldn't call it no. the divas match no. because this is in general a WWE thing. Is like. Before the main event, it, before the big main event, we have a really big match. We need to lower the crowd a little bit. Here's the thing. I think this match was put in an unfair position because it had to follow an Okada match. And it's a title match. And it's a title match. And then it has to precede what everybody event. wants to see. Kenny and, yeah, we'll get to that. So Kenny and Kenny and, and Ibushi versus the Bucks. Here's the thing. The finish to this match, Jay White, your U.S. champion, versus Hangman Page. Finish was great, but the match itself was not great. A little clunky. Clunky. That's a great way. You know what? That's a that's a great word for it. I felt like neither guy could really handle their match of that night. They're guys who are kind of Jay White's green is is green as grass. Okay, I mean, relatively speaking, he's 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 pretty new. Hangman Page, he's in the Bullet Club, but he's not like a premier. Guy. No, he's he's a he's a guy. He's good. He's but they're good. guys again. They're they're in that mold of you could put them in there with top guys, and they'll be good, and they'll they'll look even to a point of very good. Right. When you put two of the, two of those pieces together, right, it doesn't necessarily work. I thought the pace was 
not good, and I just felt like it, it. Maybe it was more of a pace thing. They didn't know how to pace this match very well, in my opinion, and it, it just felt clunky and kind of slow. And they're in a bad spot. They should they shouldn't work together. That's that's what it is. There's certain guys. Fair enough. Hangman Page should be working. I don't know. They just, they're they're not. It's not a pairing that works. Yeah. Jay White goes over, and who should uh, appear? David Finley. A while David Finley appears. Because they've had a little thing going, because they were... Now, with the Young Lions, most shows will start. They are in black trunks. They're not allowed any... They upgrade themselves to knee pads. They're allowed, like, if... They kind of level up. Yeah. Like, you... You don't have, like, your own attire off the bat. No, you have black trunks. Black trunks. Black boots. So, they start... They're always wrestling each other at the beginning of shows. It's always... From those Young Lions, it was Jay White... Tagging with David Finley against Show and Yo. Mm-hmm. It was Show versus Yo. It was Finley versus White. Finley versus Show. I mean, it was the four guys. So they were all together. Right. Now, Jay White comes back and he's Switchblade and all like. Kenny, all Kenny the, Omega get, fanboy. Getting all the, the accolades and everything. Right. And Finley's like jealous. Like, I stuck around in New Japan and I'm still trying to, you know, I didn't get it all handed to me when I came. Waltzing back in the door, right? So his like thing is he wants he needs to beat Jay White. So that's the new feud. That's your new feud. The New Japan United States Championship cannot have any Japanese guys around it. Apparently not, because we've gone. Kenny used to defend against other guy Gene. Yeah. Then Jay White won it from him. The first, the, the last person who was ever near the United States Championship was. Of Japanese descent was Tomohiro Ishii because it was the end of the finals. Since then, all the defenses have been against. I could get behind an Ishii title reign, to be honest with you. But in any in any case, get behind Ishii title reign of any kind of title. Sure. So Finley's challenges for the, the U.S. Belt. <laughs> uh, that might not work out. So Jay White has been challenged by David Finley, and on we go to our main event. The reason why we all came. Roman Reigns versus John you Cena. You shut up. 60-minute Iron Man match. Said no one ever. <laughs> no. Which was actually the main event for the Buffalo show. Really? I think it was Reigns versus Cena. Yeah, I'm good here. Yeah, we got a better You match. know why? Because we got the Young Bucks versus the Golden Lovers. Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Um, okay. Do we give the background story there real quick? You want Okay. You want the background story on the Golden Lovers? Go to YouTube, type in Showbuckle Golden Lovers. Subscribe to Showbuckle, number one, and you will learn more about New Japan than you ever dreamed you could know. In 15-minute increments. And it is fantastic. Shout out to Showbuckle. We're not getting paid for that either. I'm just telling you, his his content's great. The Golden Lovers, Kenny and Ibushi, were a tag team years ago. They had since split up. Kenny went in his direction. Kota went in his. And eventually, their paths have now come back together and they're the Golden Lovers again. It's magical. I think I've talked about it on this podcast before. Um, when when Coda rescued Kenny from a beatdown from Cody and, and and rolled a tear that the camera caught in the most perfect manner imaginable, and Kenny and Coda reunited in confetti, and it was awesome. 
Which so, was supposed to be Jay White's confetti, by the way, because he won the U.S. title. He should have been in the last one in the ring because the winner gets the confetti. Nope, we give it to the Golden Lovers, which I'm fine with. I'm totally fine with that, by the way. Probably not the last thing that got shot off that night. No. <laughs> anyway, there's a little beef right now with the Young Bucks and the Golden Lovers. It's Lovers. all Cody's fault. It's all Cody's fault. Uh, watch Being the Elite to find out more about that. But in any case, uh, Kenny is conflicted about having to wrestle his friends, the Young Bucks. This match, though. Minus two spots. Okay, yeah. Coda kind of... It sticks out because the match was so good. Yes, and they are, right. And these are four mostly flawless performers. Those spots were... We had a hiccup. Those spots were early in the match, though. This match went 30-plus minutes. Borderline 40. Borderline 40. Early on, Coda had, a, had like a couple slip-ups. But the rest of it, though... Near fall after... Did they oh, had a, my... God, the crowd and the this palm of their match hands. was amazing. As I would expect from these teams, they delivered in spades. My my favorite part was the conflicted Kenny. Yeah, he didn't want Kenny, he, he 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 does a, a move called the V trigger, where it's just basically a running kneaded face. It's devastating. And I don't know how he make that look safe, but he he makes it safe, and, and it looks like death. And he's looking down at his friend Matt Jackson. And he just can't do it. Yep. And so Coda pushes him and goes, knee him in the face. Knee him in the face. <laughs> and he does. Fantastic match. I can't even I can't even begin to tell you all of the Kenny was crying on the way back. It Did was, you see him? Well he he might He's, have he might have a broken orbital. Yeah, God, please don't. Please don't. Um so many great spots in this match. It like Matt Jackson sold his back the whole match. Uh, uh, Kenny sold his emotions the whole match. You had Nick kind of, you know, playing the in-between kind of role. Coda's Coda's sitting there going, what do you want from me? Right. It's like the old man in the boat in Goodfellas. We had Schrodinger's table. The table was set up, and it took forever to pay off, but eventually it did pay off. I thought Kenny died. It's New Japan booking in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Something's there. Yeah. It will eventually pay off. Yes. They don't forget things. Eventually things get paid off. Uh, great. Just fantastic match. Kenny won. Kenny and Abushi won the match. But Matt Jackson did not want to shake Kenny's hand afterwards. Well, what happened is... Nick did, though. Well, what happened is Cody came out and yelled at the Young Bucks for losing. Yes. And he starts pushing them around because Cody is a member of Cobra Kai. <laughs> and then Kenny's, because we could see him because it came down our entranceway. Kenny, Kenny slapped me up on the way back out. Yes. So, you know. Oh, I fist bumped Kenny. And oh, Coda. Yeah. Oh, I, oh got, yeah. I got a lot of Coda arm, too. <laughs> so, so they come back to help the Bucks. Yes. Because they are friends. They are friends. Nick was more than happy to Shake Kenny's, Shake Kenny's hand. hand. They hug Bygones up. be bygones. Yeah. Matt is being a little prissy jerk. Yeah, Matt, Matt's not <laughs> having it. So we'll see how this develops. So Kenny, after which he got on the mic and said, you know, unfortunately, you can't always get what you want. This is not the way things should be right now. But the silver lining, the Golden Lovers are back together, and we are going to be better than ever, and proud we are of all of that. And he thanked and the he crowd. And he said he's going to kick the poop out of Cody. Poop. We which, got a poop chant. Prompted a poop chant. 
Yeah, so Kenny versus Cody at uh, Supercard, right? Supercard of Honor 8, about, 7, about two weeks. Yeah, the, the night before Mania. Because everybody descends upon wherever Mania is, because that's where the money is. It's going to be a very big deal. Kenny so, versus Cody. I might actually rent an ROH pay-per-view. I was going to say, is there a way we can watch that? Um, so, no, yeah. you, can, you can rent it. I'm not paying for their subscription. No, no. Because no. I have their subscription service. Everything I want, because I had a DVD buying problem when I was watching their shows. Yeah. I have a box of ROH DVDs at my parents' house. Which is almost, it's almost every show from like 04 to like 09. You madman. Buy two, get buy three, get two free was just too hard to pass up. They used to have awesome sales, forty percent off on Labor Day for stuff. DVDs, oh my god, old out of print things. Well, their uh, subscription service right now doesn't have old stuff. You should start your own. I will. I'll upload my stuff. Johnner at J of Honor. Uh, Kenny thanks the fans and. Uh, just says what a what a great honor it is and and, and what a great uh, how great it is that this company is progressing the way it is in the United States and they're going to come back in July and it's going to be the stakes are going to be higher the matches are going to be great um, it it's it's all good it's all great and JPW is great show is great I can't believe we're here we're here and we did it it's it's. Oh my god, it's awesome! Was I had it, such a good time. Was it West Coast time? It was twelve thirty-one West Coast time. Yeah, I got to fight. I'm going to have to fight LA traffic in the AM LA traffic tomorrow morning. But you can sleep on the plane. I can't. I just can't sleep on the plane. Fair enough. Fair enough. But we had a great time. I can't believe we pulled this off. Uh, this is a great big mission accomplished on for us, man. We went to an honest to god NJPW show in California. Like the next step. Tokyo Dome. Tokyo Dome. I have received permission to try. If I can find low enough rates, if I sleep on a subway, (laughs) if I find a Japanese garden to lay down in. We can start the planning now. We can start saving your pennies. We can make this happen. I think it kind of has to. Taking it one yen at a time. One yen at a time. Well... This has been a very special episode of The Devil's Due, where we mark out over NJPW. And not like one of those special episodes like an HBO Families in Crisis. No, no Ben Affleck <laughs> slamming his shoulder into a door here. Um, so, Jay, this has been fun. It's like old times. It's kind of like old times. The Golden Lovers are back. <laughs> and better than ever. Does that make Carl Cody? Uh, kind of. <laughs> or is he a buck? He can be. We'll make him, make him Tongan for a day. Make him Tongan? Sure. He's Tamatanga. He's Tamatanga. Uh, all right, folks. This has been uh, the Devil's New Podcast. This has been fun. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. If not, I apologize. But um, check out NGPW. It's absolutely worth it. Um, let me try and get my Carl on. Uh, Facebook.com uh, slash uh, Devil's Due Pod. boy. Okay, keep going, please. Uh, you can email them, which I have done on multiple occasions, at uh, the Devil's Due Pod. Uh, at the Devil's Due Podcast at gmail.com or is it the Devil's Due Pod? Oh, I don't know. It's one of the It's two. your show. I don't handle this aspect. Uh, you can tweet them at the Devil's Due Pod. That, that I know. Uh, email, Facebook, Twitter. That's it. Well, the Devil's Due Podcast at dot com. Dot com. Uh, For all your it's devil all there. Yeah. needs. Yeah, it's all there. What are we calling this? The Devil's, the devil's Lovers? The, uh, Golden Dew? Like gold. <laughs>
That could be that could mean a lot. I'm not going there. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's been fun. Hope you enjoyed it. If not, uh, well, sorry. Well, we'll be back next week with uh, your, your regularly scheduled and, and programming. JPWWorld.com. It's not even 999 yen a month. Which is much deeper than it sounds, folks. All right. That's going to do it. Uh, court. Uh, actually, hang on. I so rarely Wait. I so rarely get to do can this. I, I can. Okay. I'm, the... I'm ruffling the rustling the In-N-Out Burger wrappers. That was terrifying. Uh, because I so rarely get to do this, folks. Uh, <clears throat> court's adjourned.